Welcome to the YWAM Kansas City Podcast. We're here to activate our generation into missions and bring inspiration to live like Jesus in everyday life. YWAM Kansas City Podcast, here we are back again. Super fun. I'm here with Unji, brand new married O. <laughs> that was my last name. That, that what? O-H. O-H, yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to be Kim, formerly Kim. Yes, yes. And today we're going to be talking about single women in missions. Yes. So it's a subject that's maybe not the most popular subject, but also a very important one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the body of Christ as a whole, I don't know what the exact percentages are, but there's more Christian females than males. Mm-hmm. Men step up. Come on. We got this. Hallelujah. And then in missions, I think it's maybe even a little bit more so actually mm-hmm. that way. Again, men step up. It's time to rise. Um, but YWAM as a whole mission, we're really taking stances believing in women, mm-hmm. believing that their voice is important, it's powerful, they're over half the mission's workforce, mm-hmm. we need them to lead out in things and step out and do all kinds of stuff. And so as youth with a mission, this is such an important subject. And I think for Jesus, it's an important subject. So Unji, um, I know you have things on your heart in this topic, and I'm excited to hear. Um, I've heard you talk on the subject maybe a little bit, but I'm excited to hear uh, mm-hmm. some that's burrow deep down in your heart yes, very deep <laughs> very deep and uh and so first as we jump in why don't you share just a little bit about your background for the listeners out there um unji has helped lead a bunch of the stuff on our campus um if you don't know if you've been around our campus you've seen her lead stuff but why don't you just share a little background for the new listeners and then we'll jump into some more of the subject yeah um i think when i first fully heard the gospel i was maybe in elementary school and when I heard that an all-powerful, almighty God sent his son, one and only son, to die on the cross for my sins, and really that I could be with him, and that he took all of my punishment and sin away, like, I was just like, I knew I needed to be saved. <laughs> and I was like, yes, like, Jesus, come into my heart. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that night, I just remember thinking as a little girl, like, man, this is the most important message like anybody can hear. Like, Hmm. why wouldn't I want to spend the rest of my life for it? And so that's kind of how, I I mean, I don't think it's me, but the Lord really gave me that desire as a little girl to to be in missions. And I think growing up in in school, I didn't really know how that would play out. Um, I went to, uh, you know, church and people in my church did YWAM and I heard about DTS. And so... Yeah, with that in mind, like, okay, like, Jesus, God is so real to me, lived a pretty, like, um, innocent lifestyle, like, just didn't really want to do anything that my friends were doing crazy, (laughs) right? uh, but just was really about the Lord, and, um, I mean, His presence was so near in my life, and um, so went to college, uh, you know, was praying about my degree and I um, was like, Lord, what should I do as a degree? Like, I really want to live for you. Like, you know, I want to do a major that will be used for your glory, like anywhere. And I remember praying that word, like, let me be used anywhere. Hmm. And then I felt like God was like pointing to business. And I was hmm. like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like business is everywhere. Uh, and so did accounting as my major and then uh, finished accounting and then started working a tax accountant um, for like three years and uh, I was supporting a friend in missions in YWAM during that time and I would just be reading his like updates of like people getting saved baptized like 
um, healed of so many different things and I'd be like crying in my cubicle. Well, it wasn't a cubicle, in my office. Right. And just, and knowing that I'm crying because I wanted to be used by the Lord in those ways. Wow, come on. And so I was like, okay, like I think it's time, like the Lord's moving my heart to, to be jumping into missions. And that's when I was like, weighing like okay gosh should i go do ywam hmm. or should i do ihop and then i feel like it was like oh like if you want to do missions you should go to a missions training base hmm. ywam i was like oh yeah that makes sense god <laughs> you're so smart uh, so i i did my dts um in kona in 2010 hmm. and then um the lord just blew my mind of hmm. his love for me his love for the nations and just broadened my horizon for missions so uh, from there, I've been in YWAM for the past almost 10 years now. And I, yeah, for all of that time, I was single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the time being single and being in missions or ministry, um, like you said, it's it's not talked about a lot. Right. Um, but I think within, like, the women we we do talk about it a lot um, maybe that's why i'm not included oh yeah you know, <laughs> maybe you should, i don't think you should be. um but yeah you know like when we feel called by the lord to mm. to go into a mission field mm-hmm. prop i mean i'm not gonna lie one of the first questions that pop up isn't like god give me a heart for the people there it's mostly like God, should I get married before I go? Right. Like this is these are real questions, right. and even waiting for that, um, waiting for family, waiting for a partner to do uh, missions or ministry with is is a real um, topic that like man, I have, I've had to wrestle through for mm-hmm. like ten years, mm-hmm. and so um, so I think yeah, I, this is a topic that I am passionate about. Mm, that come on, I do want to let women know that you know, the fight is worth it mm-hmm. and contending for promises and um, having a tender heart of faith mm-hmm. to believe in the things that God wants for us, that he is a father that wants to give us good things. So yeah, Come it's on. been it's been a, a journey. Um, and I'm so glad that I submitted myself into that process, no matter how long it takes mm-hmm. uh, with the Lord and trusting him. Come on, so Angie. so yeah, good. just wanted to take some time to talk about it. Yeah, no, it's so good. I think and it's, and it's very needed. I think mm-hmm. there's so many um, ladies out there and guys, I think should understand this as well, but out there that are wrestling with those questions you're just saying, and, and that has layers to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and for you, Angie, you've done such an incredible job in this journey. Obviously, I wasn't in all those conversations, yeah, yeah. but but just the way you've carried yourself, the way you submitted yourself to the Lord in the whole process, mm. and God's rewarded you even in the end. And not that the only reward is a husband, but <laughs> it's one of them, and uh, and an incredible dude who's been in missions mm-hmm. in uh, you know in the Middle East and doing different yeah. stuff, and uh, and a really stand up guy that he's given you. It's super awesome. Yeah. So um, with that. Just and this is maybe even for me to understand, but sure, all those sure. out there, what are some of the challenges that challenges that you would say single women face, mm-hmm. um, and w- how would they overcome those challenges? So for me, I could think of some off the top of my head. I'm like, oh, maybe they wrestle with this. But you, you being in that position, knowing other people in that position, what are some challenges that are very real, mm-hmm. and what are some ways that they could overcome those? Yeah, yeah. So kind of preparing for this uh, podcast, you know. We, we were talking about um, the challenges of fear, mm-hmm. uh, the challenges of loneliness, mm. um, the challenges of 
like keeping your heart tender in faith mm-hmm. and then also like the I guess loneliness and singleness does come together mm-hmm. um, and so yeah those are some real challenges mm-hmm. um, and yeah there there is real fear out there and it's understandable and it's what fear does is really just it's an indicator that there's something wrong mm. right and and this is fear that there is no one or that person mm. won't come or is that more what you're talking yeah, about or just fear in all fear categories? In okay. I think okay. there's uh, fear for your safety. Okay. Uh, especially say you go abroad. Mm-hmm. There's real fear in that. Mm-hmm. I know for once women that are in the Middle East, like mm-hmm. they, I remember someone was, um, who used to be staff here, mm-hmm. she was preparing to go to the Middle East and I remember hearing about how she had to mentally prepare herself like some very extreme fears of that are real of okay like if I get raped like if Mm. I get catcalled like in the in these areas like how am I going to respond to the Lord you know and yeah so there are fears of safety yeah it's real Um, there are fears of oh my gosh am I going to be lonely forever yeah yeah, yeah, Um, right and that ties into the loneliness one yeah mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm And then there's like also the fear of like, how am I going to be received as a single woman? Hmm. Um, In in YWAM, like you're saying, like there is very much a championing of women, which I so love, Hmm. especially by the brothers, amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, but not, it might not be that way in every place that you go to. Hmm. So I think that would be, that would be a fear for sure. Like how, how's my ministry going to be received? Will people actually respect me or what I have to say? Um, yeah, so there's different cultures where where women, you know, may not be understood fully or championed fully, but those are definitely some fears um, that women can have yeah. going into ministry. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no, it's good for, yeah, good to break that down. Because mm-hmm. honestly, just even as a dude, I don't think some of those same thoughts, some I maybe would, but um, it's good to be aware of that. I think even on the guy mm. side, and because uh, I know there's different dudes in ministry or in missions, both that are helping lead women or work with women, and um, often guys just don't really know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're just a little oblivious. Mm-hmm. So I think that's as a dude, I think it's super helpful to understand. Yeah. And then for you speaking to the ladies, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're touching a little bit on that kind of like that loneliness, singleness kind of piece. What is that like? And then yeah. are there keys with both that loneliness, singleness piece and the fear that maybe you worked through that you helped mm-hmm. helped you overcome or just biblical principles that you have that really would help people overcome kind of those categories? Yeah, I think <clears throat> it's not a, like we were talking about before, it's not like a secret, like most ministry or missions is like women. Um, I was like doing a little research before. Okay. And I think it was Give like us the stats, desire- Angie. I like yeah. stats. Give me the Desiring stats. Desiring God. Very, very reputable. Um, they're saying that, they're making a joke, like two-thirds of uh, missionaries are like married couples or families. Mm. And then one-third are single women. And mm. then whatever's left is single men. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow. So 0.0001 is yeah. uh, single men. Yeah. And then looking a little closer. I was the, I was the remnant before were, I got married. Hey. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, you represented the men well. It's awesome. And then uh, was it the? Uh, they're saying of the single uh, population, eighty to eighty-five percent are females, single hmm. females, and then the twenty to fifteen uh, were single males. Right. So, so we know that like wow, it's crazy as women. Yeah, like we <laughs> the 
pond is not that great. It's like a smaller, mm. um, uh, smaller pool. And I, I remember in that same article, there was um, someone, a woman who, a single woman, who went to work for the China Inland Missions, mm-hmm. um, Hudson Taylor's missions program. Mm-hmm. Her, um, and she was like, yeah, you know, I prayed and I believe God heard me for a husband. Mm-hmm. And I believe God did call someone to come, mm-hmm. but he did not respond, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's that thing of like, oh, like God is calling um, everyone and obviously males. But there's like, there's this thing of like, oh, but where are they, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I think that's a huge, um, huge fear. And I think something very personal for me is um yeah being single and you know talking with different i mean i wasn't talking to a lot of guys or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when i'm when i'm in those kind of situations mm-hmm. um, i really try to find out where are they with missions mm-hmm. like is it their heart to go out and be missional mm-hmm. uh, do they have a heart for unreached people groups mm-hmm. um, are they willing to surrender everything and just go after uh, what's on God's heart mm-hmm. and and I learned over the years that that's so um, important to me mm-hmm. and to the point where I knew I would be actually disobeying the Lord mm-hmm. if I if I went with someone who wasn't really willing to to go out there mm-hmm. and yeah which is fine like you know people have different callings mm-hmm. uh, so for me I knew that yeah I have to wait be patient for whoever God has. Right. You knew missions is a calling and that mm-hmm. that was not in the dude's agenda. Yeah. It wasn't going to be a thing, basically. Yeah. So correlating that to yeah. the very small percentage of like 20 to 15% of the uh, singles in missions being mm-hmm. male, you're mm-hmm. like, oh gosh, like you just have to up the faith level yeah, yeah. Um, much more, which uh, obviously like, yeah, like I've had to, it, and it goes in circles, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you have seasons where you're like, Lord, like, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> um, and you know, you can easily get um, discouraged mm-hmm. or you can question God, like mm-hmm. you can question, like, am I even supposed to be in missions? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I supposed to do? And then, and it's hard to see, like, even to the point, like, it's hard to see other people, like, mm-hmm. get into relationships or, like, you're like, oh, but God, what about me? And, mm-hmm. you know, there's those seasons, but also then seasons where it, from there, like, the Lord, like, for myself has drawn me in and mm-hmm. uh, show me what it's like to walk with Him mm-hmm. and to be um, solely just content in mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. And those have been super sweet seasons where he's shown me his kindness and his love for me and his faithfulness in my mm-hmm. life. And um, from one of those seasons, I remember like just praying and asking the Lord and to show me something. And um, man, I got I just got this like desire that like at the end of my life, when I see Jesus face to face, like I want to be able to see a familiar face. I want to mm-hmm. be able to see like Jesus and be like, Jesus, you're the one that I waited for. You're right. the one that I did all of this for. And I just want to please your heart. And I just want to know you more. And I want to spend my life knowing you and to be your friend on this side of eternity so that when I see you face to face, I'm seeing someone familiar. Mm. And I think 
those are, that's a overcoming moment for mm. me i think in in all of the questions and all of the heart wrestling like trusting in god um it was like yeah at the end of my life mm. when everything's all said and done i want to have been like faithful to what god has called me to because i just love jesus mm. and he is enough for me and yeah it's easy to say that right you know? but um when you allow God to really take you on that heart journey mm. and asking him those questions, he's so faithful to answer mm. and to be that friend, that comforter, and someone that will encourage you and really lift you up and mm -hmm. show you what is the eternal perspective mm. of why we're even living this life. It's for the next age and mm -hmm. to be with him. So, Dude, fire. I'll mm. preach. We just... And, and right there, and everybody be edified. It's so good. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, it really is. It's so good. Like you really finding that satisfaction in Jesus ultimately. Mm -hmm. And he is. He's the ultimate picture of guy and girl. Mm -hmm. all, everyone that's a part of the body of Christ, right. the bride of Christ, we're ultimately going to be in union with him mm -hmm. for eternity. Yeah. And even on the other side of this thing, marriage is, is uh, really we're married to him actually mm -hmm. and it's a reflection on earth um, a deep powerful reflection on earth um, so I, I love that perspective that's so good of you wrestling with that personally and coming to that revelation um, okay to ask kind of a, a, a funny question yeah. I'll say I mean it's not funny but I'm saying it in a funny way okay. um, for someone who's journeyed just like you said on this subject mm -hmm gone deep, gone through those circles, allowed the Lord to do heart surgery, allowed him to become your sustenance, your satisfaction. And now on the other side of this thing, in our campus, we've had, I think, four marriages in the last two months. So things are happening. Guys are coming. Faith is working, right? And uh, But for someone who's now on the other side in these last couple of months, mm -hmm. um, what was your secret sauce? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like asking this question right now. Sure, sure. Well, and you may not have anything other than the obvious, but what was the secret sauce, NG, of you coming through this season? There's a single person listening right now, and they're like, give me hope, NG, give me hope. <laughs> what was the secret sauce? What did it? Um, and I'll just leave that in your court for however you want to answer it. What did what? How did how did you get married? Right, yeah. How did this yeah. thing work? What was the secret sauce? What would you do? The Lord's goodness. <laughs> I mean, uh, he, he really, like, orchestrated... <laughs> things to happen um so like i mean my husband and i we we met nick his name is nick uh, we met in kona six seven years ago mm -hmm. and he thought i was cute then so you know <laughs> 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 uh, and then um yeah but right the summer before he came so a few months before he came like people kept mentioning him mm -hmm. like his his sister was in dts here and she was mentioning him and her our mutual friend came and it's like oh, okay yeah Nick okay that's great and then yeah he just came to visit his other friends here asked me out for coffee and uh, when we talked um, during the coffee time it was just like yeah casually like, oh what's the Lord's been speaking to you mm -hmm. about and so I was like well you know I, feel, I really feel like God's calling me to be like a mother figure mm -hmm. and to really um, go after younger women to to really uh, create a safe space for them mm. and he was like oh that's so weird like I felt like God's like calling me to be like a father for people and we're this like, must be God what? <laughs> this is synergy right now <laughs> 
Um, but I think when, you know, when you see, like, there are, like, similar heart desires mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. God speaking some of the same things, mm-hmm. like, it's usually a pretty good indicator, like, number one, they hear from the Lord. Number two, like, okay, maybe God's doing something. So, so you would say, um, and I know there's a lot I could pull out of this question. I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm holding back on some of it. But you would say some of the important things was earlier you're saying the satisfaction in Jesus thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually start interacting with a potential person, mm-hmm. um, the really like God speaking similar things, similar mm-hmm. vision, yeah. uh, just that um, really kind of that connection through the Lord kind of instigating mm-hmm. maybe some of that, mm-hmm. you would say, were some of the, the things that helped it unfold. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. good. I think that's like that conversation about what the Lord's been speaking about. Because mm. um, we both felt like, what? Like, we didn't feel qualified to mm-hmm. be that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think um, that was, it's a foundation that was built. Like, even now we, we talk about it and we mm-hmm. pray about it. And um, that will be something that we carry the rest of our Come lives on. together. So, Come on. ONG, it's, uh, it's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing this and even opening up about your journey in this. Yeah. I think sometimes, yeah, in the church, we don't talk about taboo subjects mm-hmm. or subjects at least more openly. Maybe it's amongst the ladies they do or whatever. But mm-hmm. but in certain certain areas, you know, like yeah. where it's a, a more broad thing that impacts a lot of people, but yet we don't address it really and, uh, and, and give examples of it, of people who have done it well and what Jesus' thoughts on it are. And, and so I so appreciate you sh- coming on here, sharing all this. I think it's very helpful to a lot of people listening, guys and gals from both perspectives. Mm-hmm. And so thanks so much, Shinji. Appreciate yeah. it. And for all those listening guys and ladies, both, um, there is, is hope for you too as well at the end of this thing. But in the midst of it, um, really allow Jesus to speak into that area of your life. Allow him to be your satisfaction. Yeah. And in due time, the Lord brings about um, things that you know, he wants to release. So thanks so much for tuning in and listening, Unji. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, mm-hmm. um, appreciate you joining the podcast here yeah, today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, guys, be on the lookout for more podcasts here in the future. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave a comment or share some love below by Uh, sharing or subscribing. We appreciate you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Thanks for tuning in to our YWAM Kansas City podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating. If you are watching, please like, comment, share, and subscribe, and be sure to turn on our post notifications to catch our podcasts as soon as they're released. We'll see you next time.